everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Joypad Podcast. My name's Tom. I am hosting today with both the mics, Fleming and Pinto, and no Megan, sadly. But we will do our best to entertain you with an all-male review. I don't know how you want to take that, but do as you will. Anyway, I'm going to stop talking with my uh, little watermelon seltzer and water over here. I'm going to throw it to Mr. Michael Fleming. What are you drinking what are you playing? What are you doing? How are you feeling? I am feeling okay. I was just telling you guys, but I'll tell everyone that my allergies are acting up. So if I close my eyes, it's because my eyes are just watering or something. I'm not praying, okay? But maybe I will be praying. We'll see what we talk about tonight. There's there's no prayer on the podcast. Oh, okay. Then my eyes We're just a state-sponsored podcast. We're not <laughs> sponsored at all podcast. So, well, like, if... So you can pray as much if, as you want. If a church wants to sponsor us. <laughs> mm. Sponsored by the Church of the Latter-day Saints tonight. <laughs> yeah. we're, sp- we're sponsored by the Mormons and Scientology all in one. Yes. Mormon Scientology. Oh, yes. Give it a shot. Anyway, uh, speaking of not sponsored, tonight I was going to have a beer, but I'm a little bit tired too. Uh, so we got to open this up because I have a special beverage tonight by the unsponsored Coca-Cola I am drinking a Dream World little can, which won't focus, but you know, for anyone on YouTube, uh, Dream World. So it's uh, Dream flavored, and I've had it before. It tastes—I uh, don't know. Does it's it like taste rat- like space? What does a dream taste? See, like? it makes it, me think of Dreamsicle, so like orange creamsicle, maybe. No, it's not at all. It tastes closer to closer to like all the various Mountain Dew flavors you have, but I would say the blue raspberry like one possibly somewhere in there coke's been trying like this for what past like year and a half or so they've been coming out with different flavors kind of like uh, mountain dew did years ago and it's just like they're okay so, i don't know so it's not like coke with a flavor in it like most of the coke beverages are it's entirely a different flavor i do not taste much coke personally it says that it's coca-cola creations and it says dream flavored but i would not call this like coke like like a cherry coke, I would not call it that. It's okay. You'll find it in the stores. Uh, we found it at um, Target a couple mo- uh, maybe a month ago, and I just haven't had it on the podcast yet. So since I was a little tired, and since they're small cans under a hundred calories, that's still an unsponsored ad. I decided to have one. It's okay. I also have some water for the inevitable uh, beverage boy needs. Uh, in terms of games today uh, slash this past week, um, let's see. We played the forest a little bit. I think. In the past week, I can't remember what day we played, but I think we did play. Um, our zipline creations are going well. I've actually planned out all the ziplines at this point, so I will send you over the Microsoft Paint file of what I'm thinking we need. Um, I also have two more base creation ideas, and then I, well, actually, technically three, because we have the one in the top uh, right of the map, too, which someone else can design. I don't care. And then I thought we probably would want uh, something maybe in the sinkhole or somewhere for the inevitable final fight we do where you activate the artifact and nonstop cannibals attack you and that's always fun. We should just build a tower big enough in the pit to get out of the pit. <laughs> we could do that if you'd like. It would be very be tall. So much work. It would be but very, be very tall. But it, yeah, it would be entertaining though. Um that'd be kind of cool. I'd be I'd be fine with that and down with that. Outside of that, uh I played actually I've been playing quite a bit of Age of Empires, partially because it's solo. So I can do it myself. Um, And partially because the more I play, the more I realize that game was a lot of fun. You know, I like when I go back to like old games and I'm like, man, these games are good. Why didn't I play them? So I've been playing that quite a bit. I know you guys are not huge into the RTS world anymore. And, you know, I don't think you ever were really into Age of Empires, but it's a it's really fun. And I've just really been enjoying like kind of playing that old game. It's also a lot uh, slower than like Starcraft Brood War is, for example. And I can appreciate slower RTSs in my old age. I don't have to literally sweat as I play the game. So that's the other game I've been playing quite a bit. I don't think I've played anything else really, but if something comes to me, I'll mention it. But I think those are the two predominant ones. So Mr. Michael Pinto, how's uh, life for you? Uh, What is uh, work like? What games have you been playing? Oh, are you consuming a beverage tonight as well? I am consuming a beverage. Uh, what does your dream not, taste like? Again, not a sponsor, but I am also drinking a Coca-Cola product. 
We have discussed several times before, I am much more of a Pepsi boy, but I my brand loyalty is not strong enough that if I go to the store and Coke is on sale and Pepsi isn't, I will buy full price Pepsi over sale Coke. So, Coca-Cola was on sale. Sorry, Pepsi. Coca-Cola, you now have a chance to sponsor the Joypad podcast. Get at us. <laughs> Double endorsed today. We'll send you a marketing email. No, I'm not actually drinking out of can or a bottle. Well, it came from a bottle, but I have it in the glass so I can uh, chill it properly. <laughs> Decanted. Mm-hmm. That is right. I also have water because we all drink water. Hydration is key. Uh, we did play the forest. I'm ch- we did some... Oh, we built the church. That's what we did last time. That was the substantial thing we did. We... we found and we cross. found the church schematic we mm-hmm. built the church we also built the giant cross we discussed how we could get it lit up without lighting it on fire which is fairly offensive <laughs> to basically everyone i think don't light crosses That's on right. fire we may not be religiously affiliated but we still don't believe in burning crosses just throwing that out yes, there yes we, we we believe in uh, racial equality on the Georgia right. podcast. That's uh, right. So we put some chandeliers <laughs> on it, and it looks pretty nice. It's pretty lit up. It's lit up pretty mm-hmm. good. Oh, I uh, I started my next screenshot Let's Play. I decided to go with Legend of Ligaya. God, that game's slow. Just, I enjoy it. I'm not saying it's bad, but woo, battles take a long time. Yeah, and then uh, the frame right... The frame rate uh, likes to tank while I'm playing it on my computer. Uh, I am not emulating it. I have a disc. I'm just playing it on my computer because I don't know how I would record it otherwise. I'd uh, hold my phone up to my television, I guess. You know, pretend you're at a concert. (laughs) That's right. Oh, speaking of concerts, I went to see Ninja Sex Party this past week. Hey! It was a very good time. Uh, I went alone because... That's how I go to most concerts these days, and that's fine with me. It was a phone-free experience, too, which I actually greatly appreciated. Like, someone came up on stage beforehand, and they were like, Hey, uh, the artist requests that you please don't take any photos or videos. And surprisingly, everyone was really cool about it. Yeah. It was it was actually like that when I went to go see Porcupine Tree a little over a week ago, too. Like, they had a... a... Did they request that? Yeah, there was a, just a big yeah. thing up on stage that said... Uh, artist has requested a phone-free experience. Please no photos or videos during the show. Yeah, it was fine. I actually, I enjoyed hmm. it. yeah, everyone is way more actually invested into the concert then. Let's be real. Very rarely are you going to go back and watch the video you took on your phone of a concert you were at. I do it, but it's because I'm an egomaniac. I, rarely um, is what I'm saying. <laughs> rarely. Uh, they did let us... During the last song, they were like, yeah, if you guys want to take out your phone now and record this, you're totally free to. So, that was a good time. Um, That's, that would be great for a band like that to be like, they make that announcement and then they throw out a song where they're just like, if you got your phone out, you're a fucking douchebag. Like that like is that. something they would, yeah. do, they would do, actually. But, uh, no, the last song was Hey Jude, and they started blowing That's bubbles cool. everywhere, and the entire crowd was singing along, and it was nice, and I may have cried a little bit. Aww. So. That's fun. What else have I been playing? I haven't really played much beyond Legend of the Guy in the Forest. Uh, I've been sleeping and working and just editing a lot of stuff, content. So my gameplay time has been mitigated a bit, which is fine. You have that occasionally. Um, before I throw it back to Tom, I would like to mention that uh, as of this recording, it's the 29th. In two days, it will be October. We gotta, we gotta do some spooky things, fellas. Gotta play some spooky games. There was a nice big phasmophobia update, oh. and I'm looking for. <laughs> I, I, I read about. It and I was like, oh god, I want to play. I love playing that game. Oh. And the fact that they've added more content, I think, should lure people back in because it does get seamy after a while without adding new new stuff in or new new events new ghost types new maps is that what they, they added, added all, all of those okay. yep nice yeah they did a big update i assume they would around halloween time because it's it's just that kind of game mm-hmm. 
So I'm sure they get a spike as well in uh, in people playing as we get into you know September. It's like Dead October, by Daylight probably then, gets the same November. thing. Like all those games that are very yeah. Like, except horror. Dead by Daylight kind of sucks. Uh, I, I mean, didn't say no, that. No, I mean, but it'll still get that bump. You know what I mean? Yeah, uh, I've been Suck looking into playing um, the Mortuary Assistant, which I've heard is very spooky and very good. So I might I might hop into that. But that's it for me. Oh, you asked about work. Work sucks. Uh, Tom, how are you? What are you drinking? You Wait, you mentioned your seltzer water and your regular water already. Uh, so uh, what have you been playing? And uh, if we have a topic tonight, which I highly doubt, you can divulge it. And if not, we'll just launch into some discussion of whatever. We, we don't topic anymore. That was so season one. Um, so, uh, yeah, I had a watermelon seltzer, a coffee, and I have some water left over. Um, work for me has gotten better this week, which is great, because uh, last week was, uh, in the words uh, of that game that I can't remember, ass. the hell is that game called, Pinto? Bad Ben. Bad Ben. It was Bad Ben. I knew it was like, I, I was thinking like Serious Sam, and I know that's a completely different game, so I couldn't, I was just going for alliterative title names in my in my head. Maybe we should play, you and I have seen it, but maybe we should play that for Fleming's benefit, because I think he would enjoy that game. Has Megan seen it? I don't know. That would be that would be entertaining. Uh, that's that fits that fits, God damn that it. fits some Halloween. That would be fun. Yeah. Um, so uh yeah, I'm on board with that. Um I've been playing so I've been playing a number of things since I got a little bit of time this week. One, the biggest one, uh this past weekend Fleming actually came over to my house and we got to play a board game for a little bit. So we played uh uh Dice Theme Park. Uh, it was pretty fun. Um, I think we were like figuring out the rules a lot as we were going along. And a lot of it is just like, how can I combo and get everybody around my park and not murder them all? Um, so, <laughs> which is not actually a thing. You don't Wait, actually murder them. But when they... I was going to say, yeah. is this a game where murder is not the object? <laughs> no, where no. Yeah, it was, It's like Roller Coaster Tycoon where you want to build roller coasters and you kind of want to kill people. But you shouldn't. <laughs> That's the way we were taking it. <laughs> the thing is, is that the dice lose a point, uh, you know, on their six-sided die um, every time you use them to do something, like to ride a ride. So I I take that as like, that's their total number of yeah. funds, right? And they lose one every time. That's their FPM. Um, or it's their, you know, yes. hours in the park and eventually they leave. Yeah, exactly. You know, that's what they do. Yeah, and, and uh, you can re, like, kind of, you can get them to, Go back to like a six-sided dice, for example, um, with certain uh, skills or attributes of certain people that you use to administrate your park. Yeah, it, there was a lot of strategy. Like for being a game about theme parks, there was a lot of strategy. But it was fun. I liked it. I would play it again, uh, especially now that we know how to do it a little bit better. But uh, definitely whenever someone was going uh, to leave the park, uh, we definitely called it killing a man. And I definitely tried to do it in the duck pond as frequently as possible because it reminded me of Roller Coaster Tycoon. We still have plenty of other board games and hopefully we can all uh, get together again. And Pinto, hopefully you'll be able to make it one of these upcoming sessions, Megan too. But I, I actually just got uh, a couple other board games ordered. <laughs> one just arrived today and it's a big one, uh, which I've thought about for a while. And I put the money into it, but it's Warhammer. No, but I I got it because I was thinking about Warhammer. So oh, so it's not the Skyrim board game, which not yet. I already I already paid for that, so I'm waiting for that to show up. So uh, I got Twilight Imperium, which is a notoriously large, spacey uh, like diplomacy and combat game in the far future. Um, So. I got a nice little gift card from work the other day for some of the efforts we were putting in. And I went, well, I'm, this is a, this is treat yourself money. I'm going to treat myself. So I got that. And I did it because I was thinking about Warhammer again. And I was like looking at all of them. And I was like, oh, this is so cool. I want to play Warhammer. I, But I don't want to learn all the stuff. And I don't want to paint guys. Um, and I just I fell away from that. And I said, wait a minute. Maybe there are like other Warhammer things. Because I know there are bunch of warhammer video games um i was also gonna say there's warhammer uh ttrpgs as well not with like minis but you know you just play in the world i bought that <laughs> okay all right i'd be into that yeah i thought that would be uh fun to give a go so i i ordered the tabletop rpg 
Uh, and there's also a um, board game. Um, I think it's called Relics, Warhammer 40K Relics. So it's, you know, lighter, it has its own set of rules, uh, and it has a lot of the same, you know, lore and a lot of the cool imagery and stuff from Warhammer. So I thought, hey, I'm not spending like $150 on one set of guys. Instead, I'm getting a board game and a tabletop RPG and some other stuff. Uh, and I figure we can try and give those a go once it all arrives and we have some time to figure it all out. So uh, that was my, like, buying. Uh, but the big thing that I bought this weekend was a pinball machine. So on Sunday, I went out and uh, about an hour and a half away from my house, picked up a Spider-Man pinball machine, an original 1980 Gottlieb, 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 I don't know how it's pronounced, um, Spider-Man pinball machine with beautiful, like original eighties artwork, uh, touched up with some LEDs and new little things inside and out. Um, but brought that back. It was, you know, a bear. I had to rent a U-Haul and drive an hour and a half there, an hour and a half back, take it apart, put it back together. I had to get my father-in-law to come help me put it back together because it is definitely a two man job. <laughs> it's a big heavy machine um and you know we finally got it put back together and put away and it just it's a it's beautiful it's awesome i love having it in my game room and b i found out i really like playing pinball on like a real pinball machine i have played the absolute crap out of this machine the last like five or six days um, which is great considering, you know, it's a, a decent investment, but, uh, I kind of had like an itch for it and I wasn't sure if that itch was just going to like go away as soon as I had it, but I have been playing it like multiple times every day and just having a blast. So, um, word of warning, if you do buy a pinball machine, uh, I bet this happens to everybody. You're going to want to play it a lot and then you're going to start thinking about getting other ones because you want more of that feeling so uh, i'm putting that away i'm trying to put that feeling away but i'm sure eventually i will look at getting another one uh, but for now at least i can remind myself that uh it was very heavy and very difficult to transport uh and then put back together so i'm just having fun with the one i've got i mean i told you i told you tom about um about my wife's uh uh cousin right who has the game room yeah. yeah he's got like six or eight original pain i almost said paintball pinball sets and like he said that as soon as you start getting into them and especially if you start to learn the and you're you're you make your own computers and yep. stuff as soon as you start getting interested in the electronics of it you'll find ones where you're like oh i can fix this up or like oh well i can't you know the the parts you know the the structure's there but the parts are ruined but i can maybe you know put some kind of you know uh, other kind of system in it to make it operate again or something you know he said that he's really gotten invested in that but he has a lot of money into uh-huh. that you know into that game room in his basement There's... so it's cool oh, yeah. but it's it is a cost yeah I, and i don't want to get super invested into it like if i got another one i want to say like two or three is max i would get right um mm-hmm. and i only want to get like there's so many out there but i wouldn't want to put money into something that's not something representative of like stuff that both me and my wife like like there are doctor who pinballs and x-men and stuff like that and that's stuff i would like to get but i don't want to get like some of the more generic ones or like you don't want the kiss pinball machine no i want nothing to do with the kiss pinball machine all right (laughs) for the record but you also could invest in other things too like i mean you know i i don't think i would ever personally get it i don't think you would because of the size but i remember like Time Crisis, for yes. example, is a game that I played nonstop. It'd be awesome to have that. That thing is like massive because it has that massive screen and and everything. So I know your space. I know you couldn't fit that kind of thing. If I tried real it's hard, a really big... <laughs> I might be able to. Um, but like you know, there's there's certain other yeah. games beyond pin, uh, pinball that you might want in there instead. Yeah, and I mean we've I think we've mentioned before. We I kind of what kicked us off was I got that um, Marvel versus street fighter um, that is in the same game room, which is awesome. It's again, original cabinet with CRT TV in it and everything. Um, I love that thing too. Uh, And the place I got it from does primarily pinball, but pinball video game machines. So 
Um, they actually have a dark silhouette silent scope machine for like a thousand bucks, which is really cheap. But those things are so heavy and so big. And there's this part of me that's just like, how often am I really going to play that? Because realistically, even with the Marvel versus uh, Street Fighter, you have to have someone over that wants to play that too. Like, it's just not a whole lot of fun to play by yourself. Although I'll, I'll say Silent Scope's more of a single player experience. But I think it's something where the novelty would wear off more and more quickly. Whereas pinball, it's always like you can play by yourself and you're trying to just beat your high score and stuff, which is kind of fun. I don't know. I don't know what it is about it. It's a lot of fun. Um, so what you're saying is you're going to find an original Dance Dance Revolution no. machine. <laughs> Dude, those things I would were kick huge. your ass at that I, game. I know you I would. I know you would. I, we know that. But we also know that that... Thi- that that machine probably is the biggest machine because every Massive. arcade back in what, 1998, 2000, somewhere right in there, they were like putting those right at the front of yeah. their uh, arcades to like get everyone People you know watch. watching and interested yeah. in coming in. Yeah. Now I'm gonna get the one that has the uh, the arrows in the diagonals. It was the same thing, but all the arrows were in the diagonals. Do you remember that one? Yeah, yeah. and they had the button in the center, yeah. so it's a five a five mm-hmm. step experience. <laughs> yeah, I, I was never good at DDR. I had a couple friends that had the pads. Um, did you have those, Pinto? Like the, the home? I had... I did. I did not have the metal ones. Yeah. I always wanted the metal ones, but they were, like, super expensive. Yeah. I had I did have, the, like, the soft foam pads, though. But what's actually cool is if you want to do something like that, the best way to go now isn't even to get, like, an arcade machine. Just get a, an emulator, because there's a, a game called Step Mania that was out even when we were in high school. Uh, you can just hook up a, a USB dance pad to that and play off that. So your best experience is probably just to buy a metal pad and go straight USB with that. Um, but yeah, I, I totally get it with those like arenas and everything. And those looked so cool when you're in an arcade, uh, and they're a huge draw, but yeah, time crisis is kind of on my radar. Um, really? Uh, I'm just surprised because of the, I've heard they're very hard to like keep the screens and a lot of those require a CRT in them. And a lot of the CRTs are dying. Um, but because they're light guns, they, they need that CRT to run. Right. So I, I don't know. It's it's on my radar, but is it something I'll actually do? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Probably not. <laughs> There's, I mean, even if it's not Time Crisis, there are plenty of games around that time that came out. That House, were, of that were, House of the Dead. Yeah, yeah. Seen. House of the Dead's one I was thinking. House of, of the Dead. Uh, there's another one that has like submachine guns. That's not House of the Dead, but it's. I know there was a House of the Dead that had the submachine guns. Uh, yeah. Jurassic Park, maybe. Ju- there's a Jurassic, Jurassic Park, Park one. Um, I think I'm thinking of something else. Area 51. Area 51. There's a the place I got the uh, the uh, Marvel versus Street Fighter from. They have a police trainer. That one has the two mm-hmm. pistols. Uh, I remember seeing that in the arcade when I was a kid. Uh, all that kind of stuff. You know, it's, it's all out there, and it's just kind of stuff that now that I have a, a bigger space, I've always wanted the arcade, and fortunately for me, my wife has too. So when we look at this kind of stuff, it's like, okay, awesome. But the biggest thing is like, okay, space is going to run out quick and it all costs a lot of money. Yep. So I, I've basically sworn myself off. I'm like not, unless something incredible shows up, I'm not doing anything else until I get a bonus uh, next year. But um, I'm just really enjoying my pinball machine right now. Uh, and I'm totally cool with that. And I'm, I'm just enjoying uh, the things that we thankfully can afford and hope holding our home so and i'm i'm looking forward to sharing those with you guys too because we didn't really get to play uh the games while you were over uh fleming yeah we kind of ran out of time yeah um you know it, it goes just, fast just, uh, <laughs> it goes so yeah. fast man like i i like i got what i got there like what three a little before three something like that and yeah, it was like nine thirty or ten o'clock. And my wife starts calling, like, "Hey, where yeah. are you?" She called you because I didn't <laughs> yeah. answer the text at first. <laughs> She's like, "Is he?" Is he well, calling? the thing too is like, as we get older, like, we'll just spend time hanging out because we haven't even seen each other since Joe's wedding. And you know, how much did we really get to talk at Joe's wedding? I don't know. Uh, and then Joe was there, so how much did I get to talk to Joe at Joe's wedding? Not that much. Not at so, all. <laughs> you know, we were all catching up, and it was nice. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, 
Uh, that's the uh, the tabletop front uh, and the arcade stuff. I'm really happy with all that. Then on the video game side, I am the long update boy today. Um, I think I talked. To, did I talk about Turbo Golf Racing last time on the podcast? Or was that Rocket League Golf? Yeah, it's yes, it's, yes. it's Rocket, Rocket League Golf, Golf, and it's awesome. It's like fifteen bucks or something on Steam. It's still in early access. But you just chase a big Rocket League ball down a golf course, and you get, like, Mario Kart power-ups where you can shoot rockets at people, too. <laughs> it's fun. Uh, it's really easy to play. Uh, I find that it has a pretty um, comfortable setup. Like, it's easy enough to make a mistake that even people who are really good at the game will mess up. Um, so you can still win against, like, established people who have played the game a lot. Um, I think I've won at least 18 times and I've probably played, I don't know, 40 or 50 games. So it's a pretty good feeling. Um, and it's, I think I was describing it as less competitive than Rocket League, but part of it too is you don't have to rely on a team, which is nice if you're just going in as like a single player situation. So, you know, you're, you're trying to win, but you don't have the opportunity to blame somebody else for hitting the ball wrong or something like that. Or, you know, for you not setting something up, right. It's, it's all on you and, uh, it's just fun. So I actually saw that was a, a suggestion based on game grumps. And I actually saw another game that they were playing that was similar called, um, golf gang. Also $10 on steam right now. Went ahead and got that. Uh, I haven't really played a whole lot of that, but it's basically, the same without like the rocket car element. It's just that you're slapping, <laughs> you're slapping balls around. Um, you're, you're hitting balls and there's some like wacky elements to it where um, you'll hit a balloon and then you can kind of shoot it again midair and you'll go across platforms and stuff. Um, more of a mini golf atmosphere in that one. So uh, those are cool. And then uh, the one I really want to talk about, which I just started yesterday, but I'm, already super deep into it um along the warhammer 40,000 front there is a game which you can get on steam that's called warhammer 40,000 um gladius relics of war and i started that last night there's a bunch of dlc for it that i just got to because i'm really into it um but essentially it's like civilization where it's that kind of hex grid layout um and you pick one of the different uh, I don't know if they call them races. I'm just going to say races in the Warhammer universe. They start you off with Space Marines. So that's what I've played so far. Um, and it's basically like Civilization, where the other ones are on the board too. You explore. Uh, you try to destroy the other ones and take over. There's less of that diplomacy focus that you would have in Civilization, less of that kind of like resource gathering, and more focus on like uh, making sure that you're producing enough resources and enough troops and the right kinds of troops to combat what you're up against. Um, I found it to be really balanced so far and really uh, interesting and kind of fun in getting you used to those different groups uh, and the lore of like that Warhammer 40,000 universe. Uh, and for someone who really likes civilization games, um, it's a kind of a home run for me. So I, have been spending kind of every moment that I can playing this game and trying to destroy the other people on the map. Um, it's a complicated game, I would say, because uh, at least the way I'm playing, it's like a free-for-all 1v3 kind of situation. So essentially, the game I'm playing right now, I made it to one side of the map, got into a conflict with the uh, yellow necro robots whatever they're called um we're like in a pretty good fight and i'm like okay i'm i'm finally getting a push and then all of a sudden the orcs show up from the left side of the map and i'm getting attacked by them so i try to leave that those two to fight and then all of a sudden there's a faction of imperial humans on the the east they start coming in and like kicking my ass and then they go down to where we used to be i was wiping out some orcs at one point then all of a sudden the guys from the east are pushing in, taking me out. Then I have to rebuild, come back from the northwest. And um, it's been very, um, I don't know if realistic is the right word, but very strategic and very like reasonably strategic, not like bullshit strategic that I feel like a lot of games kind of lean into. So 
uh yeah so i'm having a really good time with that and and kind of looking forward to playing more of that i was actually playing that right before our call um and there's just nothing like flying around on a land speeder with laser guns blowing up giant robots and uh skeleton machine men and orcs in planes i don't know it's super cool and that's why one day i will cave in and buy warhammer 40,000 minis <laughs> so this this has been tom talks too much the podcast uh it's a podcast within a podcast that happens every podcast um <laughs> So I was going to say, speaking of irrational purchases, uh, and maybe it's not irrational, um, you can rationalize the purchases. We are coming up into October, I and lost... I don't know if you guys have watched... Sorry, I lost your audio for a sec. Oh, I hope that wasn't that me. That was me. Um, but anyway, okay. But uh, so I don't know if you guys have been watching any like tech kind of news, but you know, new processors and video cards are coming out right now. I heard that. And... I am, I'm really thinking about it, guys, for, like, that November, maybe December-ish time frame, like, getting myself something new. Like, the, the new processors look really good. I don't think I need a new video card, because a lot of the video card kind of games I play aren't too bad, and I can upgrade later. Uh, if I do, uh, the, honestly, though, the 30 series is, of video cards are getting so cheap yeah. again. Um, if you, especially if you go use, they're going really cheap I, now. That's um, where your money's at hmm? because the 4,000 series cards yeah. are, from what I've heard, they're being overpriced to try and motivate yes, 30,000 stock sales because they overbought on those. Um, uh, okay. and the other piece is it's just going to be cheaper and yeah, four, 4,000, uh, cards are going to be super good, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I've, I've heard things like, uh. Yeah, I mean, I, again, I'm more focused on my processor, also like expanding, you know, NVMe or SSD kind of storage uh, more because I'm using a lot of like smaller ones, so I have to move files around yeah. a lot or it's on hard drives. So I'm really thinking about it. And I don't know if you guys are thinking about it, but I'm I'm feeling like Micro Center is not too far from you, Tom. <laughs> it's a little far it's not that just bad. because, you know, because Philly, Philly's, I'm, you know, sucks, I'm happy but, to do Micro Center. <laughs> <laughs> but oh, I'm really thinking about it. I don't know, Pinto, if you're thinking about it still or not, but oh man. I I will always peruse Micro Center. Um, as you guys know, earlier this year, I already did a computer yeah. build, so uh, I'm on the Intel 12 series chips. Um, what I will caution you is um, that DDR5 RAM on those motherboards so you can always find one that takes ddr4 and stick with that but ddr5 is a wave of the future and it's it's well, a little bit more on the pricey yes. side i have heard though though i did honestly I, I didn't really look into this so i may be completely off basis but i have heard that the 13 series somehow is compatible with ddr4 ram mm -hmm. as well the 12 series is as well it just depends oh, on what is? motherboard you get um, so oh, okay. I, I opted to go with a motherboard that was DDR5 because I, it was coming. Yeah. I just wanted to go future side. Yeah, but I'm just like if 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 you wanted to keep it pretty reasonably cost like price wise, you could get you know, uh, keep your DDR4 RAM if you have mm -hmm. it like I do. So, you know, anyway, Pinto, I don't know if you're thinking about it, but it's out there. That feeling's there. I mean, I've been thinking about it for a long time now. I just don't have money, so. It doesn't matter whether I'm thinking about it or not. It ain't happening. It's like, why would you name a dog that has no legs? Doesn't matter what you call it. It ain't coming. So, it could have oh, wheels. Yeah, I've seen cool videos on Facebook yeah. or, well, I don't. I'm not on TikTok. Take that right old timey joke. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I'm I'm really thinking about it. So, I, there may be maybe thoughts. I might start using um. Uh, pcbuilder.com or whatever PC it's called part and, yeah pc part picker and uh start looking and thinking because it would be nice to to do an upgrade i think my last upgrade was 2016 with the 6700k and it's relatively like fine i don't i don't really have anything well 
I mean, I, I make it sound like, oh, I'm due or whatever. But then, you know, Pinto, I know yours is even older. So it's like, ah, uh, do I really need to? Do I like, do I have to? But with new parts coming out, I'm really thinking about it. Would you do one of the new Intel processors or would you go AMD? Well, Ryzen, as of this recording, has not, I think, revealed all of its its yeah, secrets. Their latest is um, yeah, I think think a little more is coming out um, next month on that. Uh, maybe, maybe I'm just imagining all this, but I think there's some more coming out about that. I think you're um, right. So yeah, so with that, like I'm I'm gonna like I said, it's not gonna happen in October definitely, but it might be one of those like closer to November December things for me where it's like I've gotten some reviews. You know, I see what stock is out there. I see if anyone's doing a, maybe not a sale on that, but like a sale adjacent. Like you buy that, you can get something else reduced or something. Um, and like I said, I want to start using PC Part Picker to like think about where I want to go. Um, I will say generally though, I've been an Intel person mm-hmm. just because I I personally have found that yes, AMD is good value, um, but there's things that just like. Like the the AMD machines that I have had, I've never been as happy with as the Intel machines that I've yeah. had. Um, you know, and that might just be because I've I've used Intel for ten plus years now. Um, but you know, and I've heard Ryzen's incredible. But I just I think I'd rather stick with safe, even if it's gonna cost me a little bit more. I'm in that fortunate, you know, place where I can spend the extra fifty bucks that Intel would demand uh to get something that i just feel a little more confident i think all my machines have been intel i think my wife's machine is amd um because i built that around the time when amd really had a more dominant processor presence um and intel only just recently struck back so the 12 series is really only where intel started to get uh competitive if not dominant again so uh, and that's what i built this machine on but even when i built my other one which would have been like 2017 i had an i9 i9 no i7 x series processor uh and i thought that was very competitive very fine uh run up against amd um but i would say like the biggest improvements like just quality of life improvements i've had from more recent tech uh has been a lot of motherboard stuff and that uh is something you just can't get without upgrading really and and changing a lot out so uh the two biggest things i would say for me are the number of nvme slots i have on my machine i'm only using one right now but i plan to get more so i think that goes along with what you were talking about earlier fleming of having like disparate drives and stuff like that but um, I have a, a crucial rocket NVMe two terabyte right now. That's my C drive. And then the way things are right now, it's so much easier and cheaper to have like extra larger, like SATA solid state drives too, um, which is awesome. Um, Cause I still have a, I forget four, I want to say four terabyte hard disk drive in here too, which is from forever ago still works and i tried playing some of the games that i've bought recently not huge games games that are like two terabytes in size europa universalis and then the warhammer game i just talked about initially installed them to my uh, hard drive and they take forever to load take forever um but as soon as i move them over to uh, my solid state drive no time flat to to load up so I think we're starting to see that point where we can phase those out. Um, and then the other thing, yeah. I mean, the, the other thing I would say with the motherboard, I, I think you've mentioned before you're on a wireless connection in your house. Um, so I am too now here because despite my router being behind me, I don't feel like running an ethernet cable all the way around to get to my desk over here where my computer is. Um, and the Wi-Fi on my new motherboard is super good. It's like gigabit speed Wi-Fi. So, you know, you can get that through uh, the new motherboards. You know, there are PCI cards. You can get to do that kind of thing, too. But if you're picking out a new one, you can just get that set up right out of the box, too, which is pretty cool. Yeah, I agree. There's a lot of features on motherboards now that are coming out. Um, in regards to storage, exactly what I was thinking, too. It's like I use a lot of... Um, a lot of storage for like, you know, pictures that I've taken or, or the podcasts, you know, things. And I'll throw those on hard drives because sure. they're not they're not being consistently accessed. So 
that's where you know your hard drives um your old mechanical ones make a lot of sense um you know and then if you if you want to put them into an ftp server like i've done that also makes a lot of sense um for cold storage or storage you're not you know if, if it's not technically cold but it's very um uh, you're not going to access rarely it very access, often yeah. yeah rarely access stuff um but you're right with the games like i i you know you, we talked about i think last week um victoria 3 is going to be coming out another paradox yeah. game expect that to have massive low times um you know if you don't have it on a nvme or at least an ssd so yeah i i'm just thinking about that kind of stuff i'm thinking when i try to edit photos i can't do it quickly if it's on a, a you know a mechanical drive so it's exactly what i'm thinking like it'd be nice to have you know two terabyte um nvme um or like a four terabyte ssd um and a lot of those would do better on newer um components yeah. anyway so yeah, like I said, it's just it's just percolating in me, and I'm just like, oh, and Waiting you know, for it to when I start over. to look at something, yeah, when I start to look at something, it's just a matter of time till the volcano erupts. Yeah, yeah. It's not a sexual euphemism; it's just I really want a new computer. <laughs> there might be something slightly sexual about it, but you know, uh, <laughs> yes, yes. Male to female plugs, man. Male to female. <laughs> the the one thing I'll say with storage too, like we live in a great era now too with like software like a Cronus uh, where you can really mm-hmm. just hook up that extra drive and clone your hard disk data over to that other one without having to do much other than that. Um, and then mm-hmm. just turn it off, unplug your old one, leave your new one hooked up and you're good to go. So it mm-hmm. makes life a hell of a lot easier. Cause I still remember copying folders and files and directories from one hard drive to another, the old fashioned way storage has gotten so cheap too like i feel like there was a like right around 20 let's say 14 you basically had you didn't have nvme at the time or if you if you did they barely existed and were you know prohibitively expensive um so you had you know your ssd but the ssds that were coming out were still very small they were you know maybe like 256 gig 256 gigabytes or so and with like windows you know that's the first thing you should put on it so you have quick boot times but then it's like okay well i do that and now i can put like three other games because you know gta 5 for example is a massive game and and one that really benefits from being on nvme we've talked about paradox games and they're pretty large um at times too so like now we're at a point where it's like you could put it on so many different things and it's gonna boot up pretty quick on ssd or nvme especially if you compare it to you know mechanical discs so Again, I, I'm I'm thinking about those like future states with the with boot up times and some of that kind of stuff. Um, you know, we play games enough. I I edit things enough on my own that it's like ah, be nice to get something. And yeah, Pinto, like I said, I was I was thinking about you and all these thoughts were going through my mind, thinking like you know maybe you'll get you know that big break you're looking for that refund or something. It's like. Ooh, maybe it could go to that now because I know that you said once your uh, your student loans are paid off, that was something you were thinking about. So, thought we might be new PC bros. Uh, He's quiet. It, <laughs> it'll happen eventually, I think. Yeah. There's uh, there. I'll just say there's no timetable for it right now. Like I could think about it. I've been thinking about it for a long time, but I just yeah. I don't see it happening anytime soon what's what's always interesting with that is like even if you're thinking about a a new pc and you know it's not going to happen imminently you can't really plan for it right because everything's going to change by the time you go to get a new pc Mm -hmm. um i mean i i think even this last time that i i upgraded i had already forgotten what everything was because the most i keep up to date with is a video card and then you just have to figure out the rest because everything shifts so much so frequently. Um, even with the mm-hmm. new Intel processors, now there's performance and efficiency cores. And it's like you have to kind of check into what you're getting when you buy it, and it tells you how many cores you're getting, well, how many are performance and how many are efficiency. Um, mm-hmm. So it's whole new ballpark every time, <laughs> I feel like. Yeah, it absolutely is. And I, I think it's just as a general P- 
PSA for people. It it doesn't to me make sense unless you're really passionate and interested in it. It doesn't make sense to spend hours of your time thinking like, oh, I should keep track of what's going on with AMD, what's going on with nah. Intel. Because if you're not building a new PC and you know you're years out, you probably shouldn't. Um, it's just it's going to give you that like urge to buy it anyway, and you might not need it. It might not be an improvement for what you're doing and there might be something else you could do to get that improvement like we've talked about with storage for example that would be perfectly fine i, so. I don't know how you do things fleming but i mean i i here and there watch like linus tech tips but uh when i start thinking about something i normally will go to like logical increments and just kind of see what's recommended mm-hmm. there to get an idea of like what fits where and what's going on and then I'll shop around in that kind of target area. Like I'll look for that and I'll look for like what is similar to this kind of situation uh, and then find out what I want. So, I mean, like my case that I have now, for example, I don't think is on there, but it's actually a, a pretty uh, popular case at this point in time because it's the Corsair Airflow. Uh, I just happened to get one of the bigger one. There's a mid tower and a full tower and I got the full tower this time out. Um, because I have a 3090 and that thing likes to throw off heat. So (laughs) it needs a lot of air. Um, Mm -hmm. but, uh, yeah, I mean, I, you go on there and they'll have a lot of recommendations that you wouldn't otherwise think of. So, I mean, that's kind of why I always go there is my first kind of consideration. Yeah. I've used, I've used all the things you mentioned to, to do research before. Um, CPU benchmark is also very, very good, good. Um, to get an idea because it gives a gives a every like individual thing talks about, you know, like if you need better multi-threading, it talks like what C- it compares CPUs, for example, which is really helpful. Um, but like I said, I, I, I try to avoid looking until like I'm getting close to ready with that kind of thing because I'm I know that if like I started looking, like you said, back when 1100 series came out uh, for um, for uh, Intel, I would have been like, oh, I want a new PC right then. And it's like, that's ah, just not worth it because mine still, again, is relatively fine. I don't really get hiccups. And I don't think a lot of people do unless you're doing very high, uh, high requirement or high performance kind of things. Like games, obviously, is a big one, but also just, you know, editing or um, any kind of you know, content creation, you know, it depends on what you're doing, right? That's going to add things. If you start programming, those add different requirements, um, other development kind of things to add different requirements. So, and you know, that's what I'd encourage you to do. Look at those kind of sites to figure it out when you're ready. It's, to. it's funny you mentioned that because that probably is what got me to get a new PC. Actually, I recall watching a bunch of like Linus Tech Tips videos where they were going to the 12th gen upgrade and they were talking about it for a while so the intel 12th gen uh cpus uh and then Mm -hmm. they were giving people a lot of the upgrades and the people that got like 11th gen so 12th gen they were like oh you missed out on the like all of this with the 12th gen and you know that just kind of sows the seed in you to be like but i want to be a 12th gen cool boy too um Although realistically, you know, the other PC that I was working on was probably, you know, still pretty good. I get a lot quicker boot times and a lot quicker, like, calculations, more seamless gaming, stuff like that. So, like, Mm -hmm. playing a game like the one I was just talking about, um, the CPU matters a lot for those kind of, like, Civ-like games, right? So, uh, it's actually really nice. I haven't noticed any stutter at all with that. Everything goes turn by turn by turn go for it you're good um and that's all i really you know really want out of my cpu that and if i'm ever doing like excel calculations or something like that uh i have had a tendency in the past to write a couple things that munch cpu um and it's nice to see those go flying on my computer when i put them uh through my desktop um but yeah, I mean, it's that, and then the graphics card, I had the 3090 in my old machine, too, so I'm not planning on changing that anytime soon. The biggest thing I've done with that is replace the thermal paste. Because um, mm-hmm. let me tell you, the thing gets hot, and the thermal paste gets gone. So always keep it with the thermal yep. paste, guys. <laughs> oh, and and that's a your point about video cards makes, is a great suggestion, right? You upgrade components, like certain pieces to get the performance you're looking for you don't necessarily want to always upgrade everything 
I so. and and I yeah, I so. totally see the wisdom in keeping your DDR4 RAM too. Um, yep. But for me, I I sought out a, a DDR5 board because I figured um, I would maximize the CPU performance with the RAM, and I, mm -hmm. I just wanted to be cutting edge. Let's be honest. Um, so it's yeah. you know maybe future proof myself a little bit, whatever that means. Future proof. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> All right. I, I just I needed to get off my my uh, desires um, into the podcast ether, and now it is out there that Mike wants a new computer. Fleming wants a new computer. It's gonna happen. And uh, we'll go to Micro Center. I'm gonna I'm gonna say, yeah. Oh, if I get into Micro Center, something's gonna happen there. I mean, <laughs> I'm there. <laughs> you know, it's not it's not a close place to go. Like, oh yeah, I'm gonna go down to Micro Center for me. Unfortunately, but I am blessed that I can get to a Micro Center and. Uh, actually, I can get to two different micro centers in about an hour and a half or so, um, which is just on that cusp of like, is it worth going there versus, you know, buying online from other stores? But it's it is you worth it um, because of their great come discounts. out here. It's like maybe a 40 minute drive or something. We'll, you know, if we're doing something else, we'll go do that. We'll do yep. we'll have a day. We'll do like board games and stuff. People will come over. Just come over a little bit early. We'll go out to micro center. Of course, if you do that, you're just going to want to take your stuff home and build your computer. That's the problem. Ah, yes. That is always <laughs> a problem. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, really thinking about it. That was Mike wants a new computer part. I expect to see that as a title. <laughs> <laughs> Tom talks about a bunch of shit, including pinball and Mike wants a new computer. Podcast. Press the button. Pinto, tell us something profound. I'm I'm writing that down as a title right <laughs> now. Actually, <laughs> that's that's what I do uh, as as the editor in chief as well. Um, I write down titles throughout. Uh, sometimes as we're recording live, and sometimes as I'm going through and editing. So, and then you Sufjan Stevens them as you go. I do. Um, that's made it's made coming up with titles a lot easier at least that there's like four per episode instead of having to boil it down to one and I'm like but they're all funny and I'm like oh god I hate myself it's fine I I like the uh the snowball of titles uh I I I actually wrote down Fleming wants a new PC I could put Mike wants a new PC cuz it applies to both of us but it does that's um, that's a lead cuz then they have to the the people have to figure out which one it's uh odds are you will be getting one before me at this rate but that's fine it is interesting like i'll be honest i don't know a lot about like building pcs so when you guys kind of go off i uh you can't see me you guys can't see me um but uh people who are watching on youtube might note that i was playing guitar for the past 20 <laughs> minutes on mute so <laughs> don't think i wasn't listening i was listening it's just I don't know enough about these things to be able to contribute to the conversation. Well, when it's your time to get a new computer, then I you... will have you guys pick the parts for me <laughs> according to my budget, and then I'll act like I built it, but it'll be you guys putting it together while I stand there and watch <laughs> and go, yeah. <laughs> Which yeah. is what happened when Fleming built my computer for me like 10 years ago. It was about 10 years ago, wasn't it, that you got yours built? Because it was my graduation present to myself that I built my PC. And it would have been that summer, yeah. That's right. So, uh, yep, this this old thing's been chugging along for 10 years, and it's interesting that you're talking about, like, you know, what you need for specific things, because I do all the things that you mentioned. I'm like, I do content creation, I do streaming, I do a lot of editing, and man, sometimes I feel bad for my computer like it might be fun pinto when you are ready for us to do a uh a podcast like a special episode even where you like go through that and tom and i are on and we try to figure out like what falls into the budget and how it all works because i feel like there's a lot of people out there who struggle with that kind of thing too they just say like you know, I don't know what to get. I want the best, but I can't afford the best. So, you know, if you're like, I have a $1,000 budget or whatever, and I want to be able to do these things, like there could be some fun debate on that too. And I feel like that doesn't exist often in the videos that I've watched. Like typically you'll, 
you'll see like you know this be or this uh machine shreds 4k gaming or something like that and then it's like here's just what we chose and then it's like you you really rarely see especially like when you decide to look the pe- the people that put out like the one thousand dollar builds and stuff often are outdated like tom was saying so it's kind of like it gets really hard and i think that it might be helpful to kind of think about that because like i wouldn't say necessarily but you know for you and everything but um say someone was looking right now it might make sense for them to buy a 12th gen intel used to fit into their budget and then they're still able to get exactly what they need to do the job um you know, and if you're if you're getting PC, a 12th gen PC parts don't break off used so. Intel chip right now, you're getting an amazing deal. I mean, I I, exactly. I bet that's what's going to happen basically as soon as is 13th out already or uh, in a couple yeah. weeks, I so, think I think it's a couple you know, weeks. 12th is coming out. down now, and then after the launch of 13th, it'll be even down even further. But um, because yep. they're so close, you get a great deal on that one. So. Yeah, and same as uh, Nvidia 30 oh, series. You know, people are. Some people are going to, you know, have the money or, or want the new one because there is some performance I'll benefit. probably want it eventually. But for 90, yeah, I mean, let's be real. But for 99% <laughs> of people, though, they're not going to be impacted. Yeah. So and, I think it would be fun to do something like that and also think about those and put them into it versus like that really structured thing if we do a, a special one-hour episode. You know, whenever that might be that you decide to do an upgrade, I think it'd be really beneficial for people. Absolutely. Yeah, and I mean, just one more point on the 30,000 NVIDIA series. I have a 3090. 3090s have thankfully come back to retail price and actually gone down. So, and especially Mm -hmm. as those 4,000 series cards are going to come out, those uh, higher-end 3,000 series cards are killer. They're so good. And I mean, Mm -hmm. they were such an improvement over the 1,000 and 2,000 series cards that if you get one of those you can forget the 4000 series exists i mean that's that's i probably have no reason to even look at the 4000s there's a huge power draw on them and they're massive from what i've seen so far um they're just really thick really big and like the higher end of those cards is more difficult to fit in your typical pc case and they consume a lot more power and throw out a lot more heat so i'm kind of like i'm good with what i got it already shreds 4k gaming <laughs> um so i i'm just my advice look out for those deals in the 3000 line um and pretend that the 4000 line never came out that's my advice to myself to be honest with you because i hear about it and i go ooh shiny new car <laughs> well i told tom uh pinto when i was there he has this like storage room area in his basement and like it's a fairly sized space and i was like this would be like such a fun server room you know (laughs) start putting like you know different types of servers he can start hosting you know have like a a gaming host yeah he could host daisy server he could host uh the forest server so we can all join whenever we want uh ftp server anything he needs could be down there in that room that was a a very nice space, and that's something that I would do down there. Yeah, I would have to figure out how to run all the lines because the uh, the connection to the outside's up here. But mm, yeah, I'll uh, I'll doable. But I'll doable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so many fun things I would like to do with PC hardware. The next thing I want to do is a NAS, but uh, every time I look at it, I'm like, I just don't want to take the time to figure all this out. <laughs> that's my biggest problem with anything new and hardware related is i i have so much time dedicated to other things i just don't want to take the time to figure out this new thing but i'll get there yeah yeah cool uh i almost forgot i was the topic boy today so it sounds like we're about at the wrap-up point here um anybody have anything further we wanted to talk about now is your last chance. Otherwise, we will get married and we'll have to do it in a divorce. Um, yeah, it's a speak now or forever hold your peace reference. Get it? <laughs> All right. All right, folks. Well, thank you for joining us on this episode. If you like what you're hearing, check out the rest of our content uh, on all of your favorite podcast platforms. You can check out our links on joypadpod.com. It's going to direct you to a link tree that has all of our social media, email, 
um, and I think even Spotify links, Anchor links, stuff like that. Uh, check those out. Leave us some reviews. Good reviews. Be nice. And if you don't, let us know why and how we can get better. Uh, if you have topics for us to consider, talk about, um, games for me to try and then ramble about for 40 minutes, go for it. If you want to give me a pinball machine for 20 bucks, send me an email. I'll probably buy it. Um, <laughs> uh, I think that's about it. Uh, and uh, anybody else have anything left to say? No, I see a no from Fleming. I don't see Pinto. I'm assuming he's playing guitar on mute again. So everyone, thank you for joining us today. Uh, and hey, if you can, play games however you can. That's all I'm saying. If you can afford an upgrade, that's great. But make do with what you can. Try to be smart about it. Uh, don't be like me. Um, but I mean, do be like me if you're going to buy a pinball machine. It's totally worth it. Uh, because those things, all of it, budget or not, will always help you. Stay joyful. Goodbye. Goodbye.